0: Soon. you are it.
1: working on it? <laughs> All right,
0: I'm gonna start. You on pre-sale? Of
1: course. All right, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Look, we are early tonight. Who would have thunk it? Wynicus, can you double check to make sure we are streaming? I am pretty sure we're streaming, but let's double check. Welcome everyone. This is Optimus Fields at My Living Truth and you, for some reason, are back at Bitcoin Kindergarten sitting in on Toxic Teachers Lounge. So either you have two brain cells left like me and myself and my friends or we're doing something right. So we'll just say both. Anyways, before I forget, we are at block height 728,728. Wow, look at that, synchronicity. Oh my God, you can't make this up. And we are at price, $43,060. Bitcoin kindergarten pump is real, guys. We have some green dildos out there. Let's see if this is the start of some things. And of course, we have Moscow time at 2,322 sets per dollar. So, we're still getting 2000 stats per dollar out there. Guys, you better be scooping those things up. And of course, of course, before I get that ad money cut, tonight's show is sponsored by and brought to you by our friends at Simply Bitcoin. You guys know I am not bullshitting when I tell you that I listen to Simply Bitcoin every week, all week. Sometimes I binge them before kindergarten, sometimes I watch them when they release, but you know I am watching him. Because Phil and Nico are the pirate pleb radio source out there, guys. You guys have to watch them or you're not going to make it. They are the Bitcoin pleb daily news source, period. Anyone else is going to lead you down the wrong path. And that is endorsed by the boys over here at Bitcoin Kindergarten. All right. Well, guys, we are back. And, of course, I am here with the one and only Wienekus. Wienekus, talk to the people.
0: Never been better. This pump is really awesome. We got a huge green dildo for the last hour. And I'm with my friend, Arnold, who wants to speak about the pump.
2: It's the feeling you can
3: get in the gym or the most satisfying feeling you can get in the gym is the pump. Let's say you drain your biceps. Blood is rushing into your muscles and that's what we
4: call the pump your muscles get a really tight feeling like your skin is going to explode
0: any minute you know it's really tight it's like somebody blowing air into into your muscle it just blows up and it feels different it, it feels fantastic it's as satisfying to me as uh, coming is you know as uh, having sex with a woman and coming So can you believe how much I am in heaven? I'm like uh, getting the feeling of coming in the gym. I'm getting the feeling of coming at home. I'm getting the feeling of coming backstage when I pump up, when I pose out in front of 5,000 people. I get the same feeling. So I'm coming day and night. I mean, it's terrific, right? (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly exactly how I feel based on what happened in the last hour. Of course, I love the dump too, but we don't have to go into that.
1: Yeah, everyone knows what the dump feels like. That's like when you take a good number two. Tonight we're talking about Arnold and the pump. Good, good choice, Weinecus. Uh Side note, though, before we go too far, if we were ever to be monetized on YouTube, this is where it got cut. But good job, Weinikis. We do it for the people. Uh, how about we first jump in, Weinikis? Tell the people about where you've been the last week. Let's uh, let's go into a little. A little bit of that and we'll uh, we'll shape it into something I, I got a i got a soapbox that i'll get on for a moment but let's start with you first
0: well i went into a mental hammock sitting phase where i took twitter off of my phone i wasn't really checked in in the last week or so maybe a f- few days but it felt like a lot longer and it was quite refreshing i must say um i don't know sometimes twitter can get a little draining you get these uh simfluencers and cringe fluencers and influencers speaking their their shills and then we have to fight them and then there's just this negative energy and i don't know you guess you get trapped into this twitter warp zone where you're just thinking somewhat negative thoughts so i It was nice to step away and and actually focus on some other things like read books and things like that but coming back was a lot of fun too because obviously uh i missed talking to the meme tards and all the other memers like chatting with yellow tonight and things like that so all my homies are on here and i just wish that i can filter my feed a little bit better so it's pure regarded signal i don't know how because i've been pondering like maybe i should mute words related to the war which we should never bring up on this podcast and but then i'm missing out on on war memes so i don't know it's i'm definitely definitely shook but i i do recommend for everyone listening out there we might be uh, addicted to twitter because all the like-minded Bitcoin plebs are on there, but it's definitely recommended to take a break here and there. So, Wynicus, are you saying that this is how you're finding
1: Bitcoin Zen, just for the people following and taking notes out there?
0: I already found Bitcoin Zen, but this is more like of a meditative state where you're just completely... In another dimension, and your mind is detached from your body, kind of Bitcoin Zen. So...
1: <laughs> Feedback. Uh, side note YouTube is working, guys. <laughs> uh, yeah, but hey, look, Shishi was making fun of me last week because I was saying how I was unplugging. So, uh, guys, I think this is just a point to say. Uh, there is a real life out there. Don't get trapped in the, in the Gatorverse. Uh, Twitter, it's okay to log out. It's okay to not lose your shit over what someone says on the internet and not stay up all night and, uh, you know, prove someone wrong. But with that said, that is exactly what we're going to do on this show. So, but actually, actually, hold on. Weinikis, I don't want to dox you right now but can I put a plus one on you uh, maybe potentially releasing that article that you wrote for the Bitcoin community because I truly enjoyed that. No pressure, no pressure on air, but yeah. You're like talking about
0: my, about my travels?
1: Yeah, your food,
0: your food write-up. That thing was dope. Um, I mean, maybe if I become an influencer one day, I'll, I'll dox myself to that extent or I'll have to write a a little privacy version of it and I'll release it to the plebs. But yeah, I mean, I was actually talking with somebody who's in the audience right now, Bass Peters, Bass underscore 2 He's also in the travel space and uh, maybe I need to start documenting some of these, these uh, journeys I have. I definitely want to meet more plebs out there. And if anyone has a couch for me to stay on or a floor, I'm, I'm a cheap guest I will come visit you, and we can document it. But uh, yeah, and also shout out to Pleb Music. I just saw I just saw one of his YouTube videos where he he visited Croatia to a traditional citadel. So that was that was an awesome video. I just saw it.
2: Yeah, uh, I just saw the it,
0: trailer. Good shit. I'm gonna watch the whole video. Yeah, I'll think about releasing. Yeah,
1: guess yeah, you just gotta put your painting in. Uh you pretty much already doxed your face for the most part. So that's the only thing you need to do, bro. But no pressure. I just thought it was a good write-up. I enjoyed it because I don't know, you you've been uh you've been giving me the travel bug, and now that the world is kind of getting back to uh, some kind of normalcy um and you know putin solved covid so it looks like we'll be traveling soon i'm gonna be doing some uh digital pleb nomadic shit here and i'm gonna be out bro i'm gonna bring the computer we'll be doing the show on the road but Yo, I'm, I don't know. I'm about is, it good shit good shit i i'm just plugging you bro you need to you need to get that out and uh win is travel agency
0: the travel agency is in the DMs, especially if you're of the female type, like the the traditional females, not the newer age ones. But, but yeah, dude. I mean, maybe we should film some stuff together and record some stuff together out there on the road. Obviously, that costs money, so we'll take anyone's money that's willing to fund us. Even if you're a shitcoin company, maybe we'll take your money too. We just have to make a disclaimer that it's a shitcoin. But yeah, shit coin founders slide into optimist DM.
2: <laughs> no,
1: no, 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 slide into Winekiss's DMs, he is the back end networking guy. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was great. Winekiss totally unrehearsed. That's that's good chemistry. Let's go. We're doing
0: this wrong actually because we're, we're asking shitcoiners to, to fund us and we need to just create our own shit coin. Oh that's my god. We- that's how we become filthy rich.
1: See, Wynikis, dude, you're our in-house scammer and finesser, and, you know, what? what you, what's the word? The sweet What What are you? Shweefer.
2: The It's, a
0: it's like yeah. a finesse. Yeah, the yeah. people that buy the shit coins aren't the ones who get rich. It's the founders who, who get rich, and then they dump on everyone.
1: Dude, so much game there. See, but the point is, Wynikis, you're the in-house scammer, so... You're supposed to upgrade your scams and let's Did get a I just better get promoted?
0: Off. I just got promoted from soundboard engineer to in-house scammer. I'll take it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <they're, laughs> there's move there's there's definitely movement over here at Bitcoin Kindergarten. You want a good job? Come over here and there's movement in the company.
0: If you, you can... know how to scam, <laughs> you can join the team here.
1: beautiful oh man all right guys okay so on a serious note ish not that serious to be honest just actually transition me whiny kids hit the soundboard
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man it's so good the, the delay is the future guys the delay is the future i had to click like two buttons at once and it was really hard so that's why the delay happened
1: the delay of the feature. Alright guys. Well, if you're watching this on YouTube, if you're in the space, you can see what the what the episode is called and it's shaping the narrative. And I don't know what it was this week, but over the weekend I, I had I had one of those cosmic moments where a thought hit me. And then again over the weekend there was another debacle about shaping narratives. So I figured this week we will be talking about shaping narratives, and it's not only in Bitcoin; it's at the world at large. But the underlying, the underlying, uh, you know, gem here is that by being here, by being a Bitcoiner, by taking part in memes, you are the one that's shaping the narrative, and I hopefully can make that clear with my friends tonight because it's become more and more clear to me. That we, the people in this room, the people that participate on Bitcoin Twitter, are the ones shaping the narrative. So, before I get too cosmic and, and dive into it, I was sitting here in my room. It's like Friday, you know, I'm putting the show, I just put the show together. I'm trying to get the show up. Uh, Cause you guys know, if you follow the the podcast stream, I'm notoriously bad at getting the show up. Winekiss has to hit me up all the time like, yo, I'm trying to listen to the show. It's not up yet. So, uh, I'll do better on that. But, anyways, I'm uploading and I'm thinking about it. Uh, You know, I'm smoking some wacky tobacco and I just had this thought and it's it just like hit me, man And it was about what me and Weinikis and and everyone here at the Bitcoin kindergarten squad do and It just it hit me that we are shaping the narratives like little Optimus fields over here can barely speak English Somehow has this platform that we've built that's been going for roughly two years now And people are still tuning in people are still wanting to hear what we're saying and we're just fucking around and memeing. And I've noticed that the the, the views have dropped off a little bit since me and Wynikis went full meme-tard. And that's just, it is what it is, dude. If you guys want the intellectual Bitcoin stuff, the serious Bitcoin content, I'm sending you to it right now. It's playing on the screen. You can go and check out all of our friends. And of course, we're going to still give you the the intellectual educational content because that's what we do we we can't stop doing our core features but it just it's dawning on me that we're out here shaping the narrative and me in particular like i'm hosting a podcast guys and i could barely consider myself that knowledgeable of a bitcoiner but you guys show up and listen because I work from first principles. So the idea, guys, is you literally study up, get your first principles down, and participate in sharing the memes because we are shaping the narrative out there, guys. I don't know how much more we need to talk about it, but I swear you guys think I'm retarded because all we and me and i have been talking about is memes for the last like three months, and you guys are like, "What are they talking about? This shit is ridiculous." But guys. The whole thing is memes, it, it's, it's a, it's your freaking bazooka out there, guys. Like you guys have two weapons right now and it's memes and Bitcoin and then all the other privacy tools that go along with Bitcoin and, and personal sovereignty on a computer. But memes are so important right now because guys, they are meaning the shit out of you right now. Look, I don't know what the hell is going on in the war in Ukraine and Russia, but I do know one thing, and this is my heuristic that I've been using, is that the demons before this war popped off are telling me to stand by Ukraine, so that's exactly what I won't do. But I'm also not going to fucking be psyoped and say that I support Russia. This shit's fucked up on both sides. All I'm saying is that there's memetics on both sides being worked against you, and if you're if you're not realizing this, you're going to fall into all the bullshit. Hence why we started the show about Nick is logging off Twitter, enjoying real life, Going out and traveling, doing other things in Twitter. Because as much as I enjoy my Twitter clout, guys, it's Twitter clout. My whole thing is I love networking with you guys. The fact that I know you guys is the most important thing to me. I have badass people. I have a badass network around the world that is verified. To me, that's what this is about. I don't really care about the clout. The clout is just fun, fuck around with and joke and get some dopamine hits. But the real thing is about the networking, guys. And you guys are the real badasses out there because we're shaping the narratives. All the guys making memes, all the guys making porn memes, all the guys talking shit on bad narratives, throwing stones out shitty takes. Like you guys are the real MVPs. Like we're out here shaping the narrative. Like even what I'm talking about tonight on Bitcoin Kindergarten about the fact that this is you guys with the power shaping the narrative. It's me shaping the narrative, realizing that, look, I have a soapbox. And people are listening to me. And for whatever reason, I'm going to take this moment to tell that you guys are the fucking badass guys right now. Most of the people in this room, my friends, I think are are the real influencers. And I know we talk shit and say that that's like a bad term, but they're stealing our memes, guys. They're running with our memes. They're trademarking our shit. They're, They're biting on our movements, quote unquote. And we out here don't give a fuck because we're real and we're authentic about it. So they can keep biting us because it doesn't really fucking matter. The truth and the, and the authenticity will prevail. So I'm just out here to tell you guys, keep going hard and paint. Keep telling these people they're retarded because I see what's happening. People can paint narratives and and, and try to claim their clout, claim their little fame in a micro niche on on an obscure part of Twitter, whatever. Go be it. But I see what's happening out there and people painting narratives that Bitcoin's a weapon, whatever. Like, I see what's happening. It's not that it is what he says it is or it's not. The fact is, is there's narratives being spun so that they can regulate and control Bitcoin. And I know I put out on Bitcoin Kindergarten uh, Twitter account about the uh, Giacomo's presentation at Unconfiscatable. And everyone should go watch it about privacy and uh, regulation in regards to bitcoin and the one gem that i that i remember from it and keep sticking in my head he said the only reason bitcoin is inflation resistance is because it is unregulated so the idea guys is hard money needs to be dark money and dark money needs to be hard money for it to succeed it's one and the same thing it's two sides of the same coin so stop being fucking stupid idiots out here and and being divided over nuance in regards to bitcoin like, there's bigger shit to fry out there, and there's people actively attacking Bitcoin. Whether you guys are awake to it or not, there's econ- economic hitmen from all sides coming after B- Bitcoin. I've been watching Simply Bitcoin this week, and I saw, like, three or four different examples of economic hitmen coming after Bitcoin. There's, there's uh, you know... The financial action task force coming down on El Salvador because they need to check in on the cryptocurrency law. There's the IMF uh, being concerned about other countries adopting Bitcoin in Latin America, in particular Argentina. There's, um, you know, there there's energy sector proponents from the POTUS talking about. Economic projections 15, 25 years into the future, and that we have to hit these arbitrary metrics. Like, guys, these are basic fundamental blueprints of economic hitman activity. They are coming for America, they are hitting America. And half of you are asleep about it. I know I am the one that's literally talking about poo memes and porn memes on Twitter. I get it. I'm not one to talk. But just understand what is happening right now. The narratives are being spun against us. And it's going to be a slow, slow walk. They're going to walk us to the gallows. And they're going to pull out all the cards. And in my opinion, this is bullish as fuck. If the economic hitmen are coming for Bitcoin, this is absolutely the most bullish shit ever because we know how this is going to end. We already know the thesis. We already know how shit plays out. Bitcoiners have been ahead of the game for as long as I can remember and as long as Bitcoin has been alive. So guys, just continue to buckle down, continue to study, continue to learn, continue to laugh. Like don't get serious on me now because it's going to get a lot worse and we're going to have to keep our sense of humor to fucking make it. And I'm just realizing that, look, whether you're actively shaping the narrative or not, someone or some force is trying to shape the narrative against you and shape your own personal narrative on the, on the world. And if you can let someone control your point of view on the world, you're not in control. So get back to basics Study, study the memes. Get back to memetics. Get back to the, the the core resources. Get back to reading uh, Nakamoto Institute. Everyone's a scammer. Read the white paper again. You know, go watch uh, Bitstein's r- rhetoric presentation from blog Boom 2018. Like, go back to your favorite Bitcoin sources and remember why you do this. Because they're going to come even harder. And this is just this is just the first round. And I'm seeing it guys. And if I'm seeing this shit, like guys, we need to we need to not only be a little more vocal about what's actually happening behind the scenes, because we all know the real real Bitcoin scammers work in the DMs and they, they work off their reputation. So guys, I don't mean to be on a soapbox now for I don't know how long, Ooh. but
0: it's I just
1: good. I had this thought, Winekus. I just had this thought, bro. Like we are shit, we are shit, bro. Oh, motherfucking
0: bars. Optimus went off. That was a rant, if I've ever heard one. Very Nico Jones esque, and I like how you shape the narrative there. But Yo. I also love I love the term economic hitman, and I kind of think that it should be for us. Like we're the economic hitmen. They're they're the narrative shapers.
5: We're the narrative shapers. Come on now. They're, they've been the narrative shapers, but I see a bunch of people in this room right now that are some of the best narrative shapers out there. And that stuff, like the, some of these meme lords that I see right now, the meme factory guys that don't exist. Yeah, right. Uh, they get the message out in one image, like, so well. And people, you know, meme, memetic warfare, right, Optimists, that's the, that's the name of the game. I think Bitcoiners have it in spades and uh you know we're a minority but we're still trugging, you know trotting along and we're we're growing uh in ranks uh we're going to have the largest convention around bitcoin ever in human history in a, like a week and a half you know our message is going to take over and we are leading the charge a lot of people in this group right here pat yourselves on the back i see a whole bunch of people that are making things happen that got their own individual voices uh, in different niche parts of this ecosystem and we're we're the pioneers of this this new new monetary system of the world 100 years from now they're going to wonder who those crazy people were back in the 2020s that made it happen and that's us does everybody
0: feel that that little tingling feeling it's 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 a yeah. little it's in the lower part of your your body
2: clinician
5: g- has to this guy's on the cutting edge of What's going on every freaking day? Pub Lord, Greg Zed, Zach, Yellow. I see all these guys. Big Sean Harris. Walton, Neil because uh, He's just a fucking bonehead traveling around the world. We don't care about him. No, everybody here, man. All, everybody here is here because we all get the signal, and we're all pa- passing it along. Every one of us knows people in our lives that we talk to about this, they call us the crazy bitcoiners. corners, but we have the signal. We have the important signal of this world right now. And people are going to listen more and more and more. My buddy Neil, he's over there schooling people on mining all the time, because that is a huge part of this ecosystem. And there's some people that are really good at it, and really smart. And they're out there getting that message out for those people that want to hear that message. I'm telling you, man, they've been, they, they got the narrative over us right now in terms of, you know numbers of people and whatnot reach and you know uh control of the media and all the other bullshit. but this bitcoin narrative is growing it was nothing 14 years ago and look where it is now it's not stopping and we're here to help it
0: i am insanely bullish right now i don't i don't like even understand how because i've already been the most bullish that you could be but i also just want to touch on that the narrative shapers that are secretly against us are also within the bitcoin quote-unquote community and are really pushing things just to pump their own bags so just i mean with enough time you start kind of hating everyone too the longer you stay here, you, you look back and you see like who you were listening to three, four years ago. And you're just like, damn, I was listening to that guy. And, and now like he's doing these things. So like the longer you stay here, the more you realize how full of shit people are. And with time, the message just becomes more clear. So just find the right people.
5: You know, what's good about that is that the message stays strong and what can't last falls to the wayside. And Bitcoin just keeps shining through. All the bullshit falls away. It always does. doesn't matter how much stuff comes at Bitcoin. If it's not in alignment, it, it goes away. And Bitcoin keeps moving forward with the people that align with it. Beautiful.
2: Whew.
1: Wow. Good shit. Uh, I just wanted to point out, uh, I did talk about, um, Spaceboy's narrative about Bitcoin is violence. And I just wanted to point out that I hope everyone saw Grubel's tweet, um, and, and Adam Back's thread in response to that. But I was just going to point out Grubel's tweet cause it was like three words and, um, he he quote quote tweeted Space Boys Bitcoin is violence thesis tweet and uh I'm I'm a you know what my feelings, my uh my clout might quit. Like anyways, he goes, yeah, Bitcoin, what did he say? Like Bitcoin's a weapon, okay, more like Bitcoin is a force field that that defends against a nuclear bomb. So I thought that was a really cool framing that any normie and any sub sixty-five IQ person like myself can understand that bitcoin is a force field that protects you from the idiots at the central banks so guys i honestly like want kiss if do you think anyone's even listening to us that's not a bitcoiner at this point like i, I couldn't imagine someone still here that's like oh yeah i'm on to tune in every week like these guys it, these I mean, guys maybe, get it but i don't maybe some bots.
0: maybe we can convert some bots that are here
1: it's uh it's <laughs> the but- the, the agent assigned to us maybe we can convert him
0: CIA Steve But exactly. I also want to give a shout out right now to our favorite pet Labra Haddle. he sent us about a hundred sats recently so shout out to Labra <laughs> let's go <laughs> is there a message
2: out.
0: was the message the bark it said for horkers h-o-o-r-k-e-r-s Dang, we
1: got another four horkers. Let's go. We're going to be rolling yeah. in the horkers.
0: Labra's sending off to Latin America.
1: Let's go. Thank you Labra. We appreciate it. <laughs> see, see you in Miami where he we'll send you. said spend thank you back. You. All right. How about how about we just go into some Pete Clown World shit now, Anikis? This this week, have you actually been off Twitter all week? Do you really not know what happened this week?
0: Uh, No, what what did happen?
1: Well, did you see that your favorite shit corner got a time cover?
0: Oh, I saw that. I did see that. That, w- that was actually going into my normie chats. People were sharing that picture. And nice. I was like, that dude's a full-blown scammer. And they're like, what?
1: <laughs> um, Pete Clown World. Uh, I did like... When Simply Bitcoin covered it in their show, the comments about him looking like Tom Brady on meth. I thought that was a wonderful tweet. I don't know who did that tweet, but shout out to you. Kudos to that tweet, cause it's so on point. But besides that point, guys, what the fuck? Pete Clownworld, I, I know, I know I've called Pete Clownworld before on the podcast, and I, I will always probably you know see a new all-time high but uh i think this is going to be one of those defining moments where where like the average normie will look back and be like oh we should have seen the signs they gave vitalik the time cover yeah we should have known it was a ponzi we should have known shit coins were gonna explode i wish i'd seen that uh i personally think that's gonna be a moment maybe it'll be a little far down the future i don't know but uh guys talk about shaping narratives wink wink uh do you remember all the talk about the weave backing ethereum and who controls ethereum i pretty sure simply bitcoin has a whole episode on it guys guys you need to go do your homework please understand what these narratives shaping people the reptilians behind the scenes are doing guys there's a lot of various narratives being shaped right now there is not one grand conspiracy working against you there is hundreds of and if not hundreds of hundreds of conspiracies working against you right now, just fucking be aware, guys. Like, I hope you're not just out there dunking on shit corners thinking that you're Yo, doing something.
0: But Ethereum has smart contracts, Optimist.
1: Dude, I wish I'd know what that was. Yeah. You know you know what I had? I hit, this is another tangent. Sorry, guys. I have a list of shit we can go through, but... Remember how we had a, the NFT guy on last week and we, we let him go on and we let him talk and, and we let him sound like an idiot and ask all the stupid questions and his stupid rebuttals for everything. And it was like, okay, it's a learning moment. And then we talked about it, how like, guys, this is the point we have to make. Like we're out here talking about how there is, central bankers or a uh, a small minority of the richest people stealing all the world's resources and using central bank tools to facilitate that with economic henchmen and and uh you know military contractors to do their bidding and we're over here like yeah you know we're just peacefully protesting by taking our money out of the fiat system like and shit posting on the internet, you know we're we're doing something about it and a shit coiner comes up and he's like hey guys you want to buy my game token this is going to be really huge i think nfts are the future my game skins i need to transfer my game skins to another game because i think that that is the fundamental problem facing humanity at this point
0: so you've never guys. been able to trade things outside of a game before
1: yeah exactly 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 Dude, wow. Never traded a video game thing outside of a game. Never thought of this. So guys, the whole point is is when people come to you with this ridiculous shit, like maybe you're a nicer person than I am, but you got to again shape the narrative in a way where this person realized he's a fucking idiot. He's a moron. Like I you don't have to mock him. You can do it you can do it politely. I don't know, you know, there's various ways to skin a cat. But guys, you can't let their narratives prevail. We have the superior narrative. Fix the money, fix the world. Our incentives in this world are broken fundamentally, and we know how that works. Anything else is noise. Everything else is bullshit. If you don't see the game happening in front of your eyes, you're going to have to do a little more studying because it's happening in real time, guys. Like the PSYOP is in real time. And as like, I could only imagine how crazy it is for like Phil and Nico, because they're on this news every single day, like seeing it leak in real time. And I'm just kind of like getting after the fact and be like, oh shit, wow. Like I would have missed that if I wasn't actually looking for that information. So guys, if you're not actively looking for these little tidbits, you can definitely miss the narrative being spun around you. And all I'm saying is I don't know what the fucking narrative is actually happening right now. But I do know, they're doing a grand push against Russia. It's literally Tom Luongo's Davos man's last push against Russia. Like, go listen to those posts that Phil's been preaching about with Tom Luongo. His podcast is like gold, gold guns and or goats, guns and golders, gold guns and I don't know. It's three G's, same word. You'll figure it out. And listen to him talk about Russia. And I don't know if he's right. I don't know what narrative is spinning. But I do know, like I said, bro, the powers that be, the Clintons, the Clinton Foundation, the Rockefellers—they're all pushing for you to. Don't you don't guys. say
0: any more names, please. We want to keep this up,
1: dude. We're done. I'm I'm, <laughs> Wanikis, I'm going full. I'm
0: going full Nico Jones. Kamikaze.
1: Come, all right. I'll, all right. I'll bring it back. All right.
0: Okay. But that's why yeah, I have you here, Juanikis. I, I just wanted to add that. Do tell your NFT normie friends that. They're huge idiots, but also remind them that you were once an idiot too. I think that's an important part.
1: Yeah, that's wisdom. That's that's a nice Aikido. I like that. I like that one, Kiss.
0: So you're an idiot, but you know I was an idiot too, and now I'm less of an idiot. Yeah, that's a... Yo, Nico and Koinikris and must be mentally drained from... Covering Clown World every day. Can can we, like, get them a vacation or something? You know?
1: Uh, I'm gonna let you finish, Wynicus, but I need that shit daily, bro, or I'm lost.
4: I'm good, man. I live in the grand illusion.
1: Koinicurus is an ascended being, and he looks down on Clown World, and he's just like, man, these silly humans... If only they knew that if you fix the money, you fix the world. And just to not be so attached to their little three-dimensional body. Like, if they only knew they were the spirit and not the body, they wouldn't be so concerned. And he just laughs at them. And then, you know, he watches the news and he narrates it back to us. And we're just like, wow, he's such a good guy. But he's really an ascended, transcended being. Few understand.
0: I do want to get a little think, boy, because I have this thought a lot that once you're fully into the whole bitcoin mindset and you see what incentives drives other people you turn into this fly on the wall and you just observe human behaviors and you're just watching like look at that guy doing that thing it's pretty funny
1: it's it's a lot funnier too when you do that to yourself hey
0: i don't do nothing
1: <laughs> All right. Well, then I'll speak for myself. Then. All right. All right.
6: In Soviet Russia, Bitcoin, mind you.
2: Go but on. Isn't,
4: but isn't it strange that it that the the narrative is being crafted that you know cryptocurrency, right, in brackets, helping Ukraine is good but cryptocurrency helping Russia is bad. It's like, it, it, they, exactly. they just, how, how does that, how does that even make sense? Because like, great, great,
0: good Russia bad,
4: but you see, but like, you see how like it just breaks them. It it breaks their narrative. Like they fall apart. They're like, wait a second. They're like, this doesn't make sense. And they have no choice, but to continue.
0: What I find strange is how a lot of these things are being shown out in the open. It's like, Hey guys, we're gonna launch a central bank digital currency. Like it's coming soon. And we're just like, fuck.
6: The Second Amendment is really important to the uranium people.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Lefty, was that you? (laughs) That That was a good one.
1: Yeah, was that you? Was that your tweet that was like, um, Tell me, tell me how donating money to men or women with penises in Ukraine helps militaries get defeated in Russia. It was some weird. It was it was a ridiculous tweet. I just butchered it, but I swear it was you, dude. I, I swear that was your tweet.
6: Well, that's the best way to help fight climate change. Right? Is just to donate all your Bitcoin to the Ukrainian army because nothing says climate change like bombs and uh, jets
1: exactly yeah i mean i'm glad you brought that up i'm really glad you brought that up because i have it somewhere in my notes but now it's just looking like a blob of words so i can't find it but um i did notice this past week since the last show that a lot of bitcoiners status cards have been showing on both sides guys uh, I don't know who needs to hear this, but it doesn't matter which side of the war you choose. You're still a status for supporting that side in the war and di- dismissing the, the, the atrocities and, and on each side. So guys, uh, I don't know, again, who needs to <laughs> hear this, but you should look in the mirror and realize that you are looking like a warmonger on Twitter. And I thought that's uh, what we don't want to do, guys, so I don't know. I'm just trying to be consistent in my narrative here, but maybe I'm the only one over here. I don't know. I don't know. I think, uh, you know, war is bad, but maybe one side of the war is more bad, huh? No,
0: yeah, me- we don't me- talk about the war here on this show.
1: Funny, because you brought it up, dude. I- how can I not talk about what's going on as a memer, bro? This is what we do. We're shit posters.
0: I don't know. Like, what? What are the good things happening in the world?
4: We support the current thing.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Come on,
0: why you Come oils, on. not get seed oils? Well,
1: let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, it is. It is on point. It is on brand. I was going to bring it up. I hope everyone saw Vice article calling us all. Uh, I think they call us alt-right enthusiasts because we're healthy and we don't want to eat seed oils. Um, So what I'm talking about is Vice made an article about how Bitcoiners' new movement is disrespecting seed oils. We're not going to get into the article because I literally didn't open the article. That's how how much you, you can tell how much i care what they're saying they about didn't us. open
0: it either but i feel like i i knew what they were saying
1: exactly exactly my point i did catch a few captions i think they called us alt writers in there or something um i don't know yeah, which anyways, we are anyways another point guys i said at the beginning of this show that i'm gonna give you examples of them shaping narratives around you and again guys this is them shaping narratives about you It's like, oh, my God, we're going to be rich, healthy, and not give a fuck about legacy media. Oh, my God, everyone freaks out. We can't have that now. Guys. Push-ups are
0: dangerous. It's like dangerous extremism. Far right. Dude, if you push up, then you're making a hole in the ground, which can cause carbon to emit. So you don't want to be doing push-ups. Breathing actually is bad for carbon emissions. That's true you know what the solution is to that Uh get the stones Ahmed. (laughs) yo i love i love the little like bitcoin side narratives that have nothing to do with bitcoin and then we rally behind some of these ideas like seed oils i don't know it's just funny i'm definitely on the seed oil train and i have no idea what what the science is behind it but it sounds fun
7: so I got a question. You guys think it's easier to orange pill a fucking NFT shitcoiner or a uh, "I support the current thing" person?
0: Ooh. Is there a difference? It's Sometimes. easier for a
6: camel to pass through an eye of a needle than for either of those things to happen.
2: Let's yeah, go. A Let's go. Time. Hit them with scripture. All these
7: fucking NFTs, dude. I just can't do it anymore, man. I'd rather fucking talk. I'd rather explain Bitcoin to seniors, man. It's just a fucking waste of time with these fuckers.
1: All right, Mike. Oh, sorry. All right, Mike. I can hear it in your voice—the the frustration. So I'm gonna tell you the playbook. when an N- NFTer comes up to you, and and he's like, "Yo, NFTs are the future." There's two ways to play the hand. There's the you play you play the oh wow really tell me about NFTs and you pretend like you don't know and then you ask him certain questions and you re- like prove to him that he doesn't know because you know more than him or. Or you just kind of hit him strong with the memes and just start mocking him out front. And he'd be like, dude, why are you such a dick? And you just you just like put your fucking foot on his throat and keep punching the memes down. And then they like don't want to talk to you again and problem solved. So
0: <laughs> that's what I'll I say. An, an NFT person is is primed to orange pill, but you have to wait until they get wrecked. And then they'll they'll just become crawling to you for the advice
7: yeah I don't even want to spend the time doing option one or two with that shit, you know honestly, the latest way i've been, I've been talking to them is just like, bro, what problem is an NFT solving, and how small is that shit problems that Bitcoin's solving? Like why the fuck are you even talking about that, man? Do some real shit with your life. Stop fucking being a goddamn loser
4: c d the, uh, the other big problem is is that it's not actually solving any problem at all so it it really has no reason yeah. to exist except for the you right, except for the idea if somebody wants to collect it for the sake of collecting it. But the problem is is the that narrative is that, that they fun. sell it with.
6: What was that smart car with all that weird shit on it?
7: <laughs> I mean, I give him that argument anyway. I'm like, whatever fine, whatever solution you say it's solving, I'll let you have that. But still, that shit is fucking stupid compared to Bitcoin
0: but bitcoin's slow and it's like the first one you know like myspace so like nfts are like facebook
6: dude they actually have a really good use case though nfts have a really good use case because when you're looking at twitter profiles you can tell who's an idiot or not right away
7: yeah who's wearing a mask in Dang, their, that in their car bad. by themselves <laughs>
4: Holy shit. Bitcoin only
8: has one use case. Go on. I'm still trying to figure this out. So I could actually go buy, like, pizza or chicken with Bitcoin. What can you do with an NFT? Can you buy pizza or chicken with a fucking NFT? No,
1: no. But you can buy a digital chicken or a digital pizza, and it's on an NFT. You see how revolutionary that is? And And then you have
0: that digital chicken forever. And since it's proof of stake,
6: it's good for the environment.
7: Hey, dude, this whole NFT forever shit, that is the craziest shit. I saw something. It's probably people like bought these old fucking um, photograph. Like uh, they were old, like film. They were like on stone basically. So you could reproduce them and they NFT them and they fucking shattered them so that they last forever, and NFTs are the only copy of them. It's like, dude, you guys are
2: fucking so stupid, man.
8: NFTs are probably all just another Jew ploy. Uh-oh,
1: Stony alt account. (laughs) How's, How's Zarn's comment in the YouTube chat? He goes, NFTs solve the problem of having no problems by creating problems and then forcing you to pay out the ass to fix them.
7: That's California and the homeless problem. I mean, it's Cal- that's every government, right? Like, oh, Actually, hey man, how can we Seattle, print money? We just need to come up with a problem. That's all we need. <laughs> Invent the problem.
8: Seattle's homeless problem is fucking insane compared to like uh, anywhere in California. I think. Don't get me wrong; they're both absolute shit. Just
1: speaking of homeless, I don't know why I can't mind. Speaking of homeless, Swinicus, are you living in a house right now?
0: I'm currently under a roof, yes. With four walls. Under a roof.
1: Uh, are you living under the subway right now? Or the highway, sorry.
4: Under a bridge. Because I'm a troll.
0: But I I do want to say that... I feel lately I've been really cheap. Like I haven't been wanting to spend money on anything, but I did hit a stacking goal, but then I lost all my Bitcoin. So homeless once again, yeah, I, lost all
7: my bitcoin
6: too. I got no bitcoin.
0: Well, the being cares, it's like
6: good
9: good evening guys. Uh, how are you? Hello.
7: Oh, oh nice. Hello.
9: Jason's here. Yeah. Jason Larry here. Um, uh, I'm a MIT graduate, and I'm in mean, Space Force, yeah. I was uh, listening to you guys, and I just wanted to mention that actually NFTs uh, are we- a are weapon. And, yeah.
8: I want to punch that guy in the face so fucking bad every time I see him. Oh, my God. Um, uh, Mr. That non-combative dude. Oh Mr. Mr.
1: Jason <laughs> Yellow Lowry,
2: how Instead is of-
1: the, how's the Colombian sugar booger?
9: Um that's another department of uh, my my agency, so I don't know nothing about it. I just deal with Bitcoin and NFTs and weapon and vitals and stuff, yeah.
8: Okay,
5: so shoot so us with, with hold an ASIC.
8: Well part of the sorry, Jim, go ahead. closure, you fed fuck. Uh
9: you're a toxic uh guy. I don't want to speak to you, sorry, yeah. It is
0: vagina.
4: Uh, Jason, so since NFTs are representations of ownership, does that mean that they're representations of weapons?
9: Um, that's a actually good question, and I would like to go for a two-hour uh, explanation about that, but. You know, like, I have to explain it out to you because I'm, like, uh, a graduate of MIT and I'm a space person and I don't have time for this shit. So, yeah, it's weapon, it's violence, and deal with it, okay?
0: Hey, Jason, if a Bitcoin miner is like a handgun, then what is a picture of a
9: gorilla? What kind of weapon? Your mob. Come on, Jason. (laughs) Hey, Hey,
8: for real, like, if Bitcoin really truly is a weapon,
9: what's a dildo for you then? Uh, it depends um, uh, it can be a weapon it can be a weapon I used uh, a lot of things as a weapon against uh, especially plebs
0: what do you think of all the plebs that accuse you of things Jason
9: like what like what it accuse me of what
0: I that think you're it, like uh, a spook
9: I, I'm not a spook just because I graduated one of the most like spookies like uh, universities out there, and that I'm employed by basically the government and uh, like uh, a side agency oh. of, uh, air- yeah, the military. I'm not a spook. Um, what's up? What is your favorite what, what holiday what I mean? Halloween? I, I'm getting I'm getting some report. Wait. Yeah, yeah, I'm not a spook, and, and the Bitcoin is valid. Yeah, I forgot that. Yes, yeah, sir. I told you. How many do you like,
8: do you like of cocaine you get per post,
6: Jason? Like, how much do they pay you? Like, do they pay you in cocaine, right?
9: Uh, basically, banana bread. I take banana bread.
6: Well, isn't cocaine like that, though? Because it's it's like a prohibited thing, but it's very valuable still, just like
9: Bitcoin? Um, uh, it's, similar. it's similar. It's similar. It's carbohydrate, right? Both, right? It seems because like the not-
6: government's really effective at stopping cocaine, so I assume Is- they'd be really effective at stopping Bitcoin as well.
7: Is that the dry powder you guys are always talking about? is that what that is <laughs> it's that dry powder you like to sniff
9: yo hey, jason
8: Ma, what's your stance on israel lowry
9: oh we hey we're uh, trying to keep our youtube channel
2: that.
0: jason what what was it like talking to an advisor to the president of the of the united states
9: yeah like the guy like wrote wrote to me and i'm like wow like an actual advisor like Talked about me. So yeah, it's a uh, logical at some point because like, you know, I'm like uh, the Space force and like I'm a graduate of MIT. So yeah
1: <laughs> Okay, okay. So are you this, fighting this, bad is, guys hold, in space? Hold on, Wynikius. See, this is this is a fundamental question. I got to ask All right, we know you as space boy, but we all know space is fake and we live on a flat earth. So can you contest that?
9: Um, is BTC Crusader here? Oh, he's not. Okay. So, uh, yeah. So, basically, space is totally fake. Like, don't tell him. But, like, yeah, it is. But, like, I got it, you know?
1: Dang. So, you're just, like, a psyop wrapped in a psyop. That's interesting. Interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah. Are you going to tell the government where the plug is for the Bitcoin network? Uh, so they can unplug it and rug pull us
9: all um i'm really searching about that like uh, it's like the holy grave for us uh some uh, sources sauces bob malakas uh, say it's in pedro's ass but i'm not sure 100 percent. so i gotta check there you know so yeah uh, if you want me um and you can find me i'm i'm gonna be up in pedro's ass okay
1: speaking of bob malakas didn't we just have an uh, an official response to one of his tweets, uh, guys? Make yellow yeah. journalism great again.
9: Yeah, but Bob Malekas is killing it. Uh, he's like one of the best. Like, uh, like I tried to pay the guy, and he didn't. Uh, he didn't take any banana bread. So I don't know what his deal is, but yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to get up here and say um, NFTs are also a weapon, because I was hearing the discussion, and everything is a weapon. Like, I got out of my office the other day, I was walking that the hall, and I was like, oh, the lamp is a weapon. Yeah, like, that that girl's butt is totally a weapon. So, everything is a weapon, everything is violence, and we should all kill ourselves and be happy, you know, with the fiat C standard. So... I love you guys, but I also hate you guys because I'm gonna kill you guys because I'm I'm all about violence. Uh, Good night. Wow, wow, Jason,
7: that was great.
0: Special appearance.
9: Yeah,
2: listen, that's called cool, motherfucking bars. Yo,
0: yeah, Bitcoin's a, a ladder and Jason's. lentils.
4: Jason's at the top of that ladder, bro.
1: Uh, that was amazing. This you, you don't get that anywhere else. We got celebrities just jumping into our spaces, talking about their grand theories, and He's look an at us—we're just humble he little Bitcoin kindergarten.
6: Can you believe that he advised the president?
1: I know, and he came into our ship posting space to clarify. The fact that space isn't real and he's a psyop wrapped in a psyop and words are violence. Honestly, guys, can we, can we make a special asterisk right here to the fact that space boy literally is basically saying words are violence. Like he went full SJW on us. Like, am I the only one that noticed this? I don't know guys. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, Mojitech. If I'm the, if I'm the dumb one
7: here, <laughs> <laughs> no, silence is violence. Get it right. Come on. Yeah, excuse me. I, I, it's hard to follow
1: Big Brother's narratives nowadays. You know, Eurasia, we're at war with Oceania. What? I don't even remember, but you know what I'm saying. Inflation yeah. is good, says Big Brother.
7: Inflation is good. Yeah.
2: Putin's causing it.
7: If you're white, then it's all bad, though. Oh, yeah, that white, whiteness is also violence, too.
6: I, I think that's why it's
0: okay to hate Russians, right? Because they're white. Yo, if Putin is causing inflation, does that mean that he's been causing it for the last hundred years?
7: For sure, man. He's the only one, dude. That's the, that's the narrative right there, man. Honestly, the narrative is going to be like, they're going to they're gonna fucking shut down all the power and shit for like a week or two. Uh, and then they're gonna be like, "Oh, fucking Russia, cyber attacked
1: us, dude." They you and didn't see? They suffering. already, dude, Mike. They're literally paving the groundwork. I have that over here. Uh, what's that one guy like Delta One? He works for Bloomberg. He does all that he does what Dennis Porter wishes he could. He does all the breaking tweets, and he said like Joe Biden, uh, telling advisors that soon to be Russian cyber attack is on the way. So like. They're already planning this stuff, and they're already laying the seeds out there, guys. Like, I know I sound like a crazy person over here, because I I talk about memes, and I talk in shorthand memetics, and you're like, what the fuck is he talking about? But guys, this shit is actually happening before your eyes. And I know you probably need to rewatch The Matrix again, but remember that one scene where he's like, uh, Morpheus, why do my eyes hurt? And he's like, Neo, it's because you never used them. That is you right now, guy. Like, you need to wake up from the Matrix. This shit is happening around you. You need to start orange-pilling people. You need to start fucking securing your food source. You need to buy guns. You need to buy, uh, you know, some phones that you can Google, mail break. You need to get your cold storage in check. You need bug-out bags, like, you need a network to connect with, guys. You need a, You need some shit to plan out. Like, I know I'm going full paranoid on you guys today, but...
0: Yeah, don't scare them.
1: Dude, I, I I have to give them a tough love, Whining Kiss. I know I've been Yo, saying, do you
0: have any of those things that you're telling people yeah, they need? Yeah, I
1: have most of this shit. I, the only <laughs> thing I need to secure is... I, I've been telling you... I, I, hey, shouts out to... Uh, um, Texas Slim, about to secure that local grass-fed beef source. So, shouts out your boy.
7: Man, I was about literally saying that earlier today. I'm going to move next to fucking Texas Slim. I mean, that that's the move. Or standing left here. I mean, nah, dude, I'm just going to move next to those motherfuckers like, I agree. tell me what to do, man.
1: <laughs> I agree, but Mike, this is, look, uh, I'm not anywhere near Texas. I kind of had the idea of maybe I can ship some Texas out here, because I-, I looked at some of the... Uh, places that texas slim recommends like knc cattle dude the the beef prices there from what i'm compared to is like oh my god it's so cheap so i was gonna try to ship it up but the shipping prices is fucking ridiculous for me so i kind of was like no that's not gonna work so what i did mike and anyone can probably do this is just go on google and put in where you are like your state or maybe you can start at your city but definitely you can start with your state and type in your state and then regenerative agricultural cattle or beef in your area. And there'll be like sites that will connect you with farmers near you. And you're just going to have to do a little research. Basically, within one night, I found some shit near me. and
5: You buy your own yeah, cow.
1: Not yet, but I'm about to. Regenerative agriculture
6: uh, farmers will be very apt to being orange pilled, too. They're like definitely not normies, so like orange pilling them is a breeze.
7: Yeah, man, that's what we got to focus on, right? We got to focus on like the bitcoiners who don't even know they're bitcoiners yet, and uh, and convert those. Yeah, those yeah, I agree, Mike. And but furthermore, like I
1: forget um, who the tweet was, but I think it was John underscore Hoddle, uh, and it was like an old tweet of mine that got popped up. Someone started to like it again. Oh, actually, it's because I, I posted an article. Um, on Citadel 21, go check that out. It's, I basically rehashed a, a thread on Twitter, but I felt like people needed that stuff that aren't on Twitter. So I put that out and it linked to an article or a tweet thread that I posted a long time ago. And John Hotto had this tweet and my question to him was basically like, what's the best way to... Uh, you know, advertise Bitcoin, for lack of better terms. And he basically said, it's just like, huddle, get rich, and live a lifestyle so that the people around you are like, yo, what did you do to be that person? So I'm kind of falling on the line is as, as much as I yell about Bitcoin, and I mean people, and I, I try to orange pill people, I, I'm kind of leaning towards, you know, like the the cliche actions over words. So like, Just live your best life, secure your food. Like if shit really does pop off how we think it does, um, you know, and we go into some weird dystopian cyber pandemic where people are waiting in lines and you're the one that has like, you know, tasty steaks at your house and you still have money and you're living and you're not worried about shit. Like that's going to seep in, in your community and people will see that. So the idea is just like, do what you can for yourself and take the baby steps And people will see and feel that energy. And that's the best way to orange pill, I think. I'm thinking because not like you're not going to listen to someone telling you you're a fucking idiot. Like we're doing that for us. Like I tell people I'm an idiot for me just so I don't have to deal with their stupidity. But uh, imagine being on the other side. If someone's just memeing you like have fun staying poor. Yeah, that probably doesn't feel good when you're actually poor. But that's the point. Like if your life sucks, it's not supposed to feel good. You're supposed to want to change it. That's how life works. Like, you're not supposed to be coddled and life just gets better. That's not how this shit happens. You need to put in work. So if I'm mocking you and it hurts your feelings, good. Because maybe you need to change some things. I'm I'm uh I'm pro bullying, guys. I grew up a bully. I was a bully. There's a fine line where bullying is good, and I'll tell you, I have been a bad bully. I I regret my past. Actually, I don't. I, I'm okay with everything. <laughs> uh, cancel me, bitch. Fuck you. Wait, did Bitcoin
0: fix this? It's
1: Bitcoin? No, it didn't. Because it made me more of a bully. So yes, it did? Question mark? I don't know. Depends who you ask.
6: A shitcoin told me I was never going to make it today. and I don't know if I'm going to sleep tonight now.
1: You're like, I'm about to sleep like a baby. Why do you tell you you're not going to make it? I'm interested.
6: Because I'm a toxic coiner, and I can't see the world the way it is, I'm just, you know, possessed by this, this demon
4: of Bitcoin, and they'll
6: never see the the light.
4: Ask him about his shitcoin bags. Yeah, I was what just about to say, just,
1: the projection in that statement, all you need to do is switch Bitcoin with, like, fiat or shitcoin, and it's, like, the same statement. Like, I just asked him to verify
6: transactions in his shitcoin, and he didn't answer me.
0: What I do love about all this is that there's like tribalism behind money now. I feel like that was that wasn't a thing in the past. Like it was just accepted. Like all right, dollars. Like we're all American. Now it's like, yo, what the fuck? You're using that alternative money. There's only one money, bro. So then
6: there's only one tribe. The rest are just larping.
1: Now listen, that's called bars. Yeah, listen, that's called motherfucking bars.
0: I love the end that it just stops at.
1: <laughs> but no, true. Uh, I don't think like we we guys we give you two hours every night or every week, and we can really sum up the whole show with like one or two memes. Like, there's only one money. <laughs> end the show. Like, understand yes, that too. you're good.
7: Go, oh, motherfucking bars. <laughs> Yeah. all right yeah i mean like the thing is when you orange feel like at least for me what my experience is like if you go like with just like the distilled super like one money money fixes the world you know sometimes it comes across too abstract and people then people think like oh it's just like it's this fucking cult thing you know so I, they got to understand like look our system printing money we trust a group of people we can't trust anybody because they'll take advantage of it so that's what bitcoin is and uh that's why it's going to be the one that lives and then you just got to buy some and then you got to hold some and it's just like, you got to take them step by step. And anybody who's too resistant, I'm just like, Hey man, go ahead, do your thing. But anybody, like a lot of people who are like really like receptive to it, I'll, I'll, I'll keep talking to them. But if they're resistant, it's like, fine, dude, everybody does their own journey. Sometimes you got to stick your hand in the fire to get burnt. And then that's it. Like, I don't, I just don't waste my fucking time anymore, man.
0: I don't even like talking about Bitcoin anymore and just like hyping it up. I rather just shit on their currencies. And lately, the the whole thing that I do is like, hey, you just made a thousand dollars this month or whatever. If you put that under a rock, how much is it gonna be worth in three years? You know? You can give that short of a time frame and they'll understand, like, oh, probably not as much as what it's worth today. Things like that have been pretty awesome to make fun of.
4: It's always important to, uh, to meet people where they, you know, where they are. And, uh, you know, like as, as an example, you know, I have a good friend that just sees Bitcoin and quote unquote, all the other cryptocurrencies as investments, you know, like, look, I can spend my time explaining it all to him. Okay. I, I could have done that, which I did. And it was completely wasteful because it didn't change his view in any way, shape or form, just left all of his, all of his, you know shit coins on an exchange and then you know got slaughtered in the uh, you know like uh, after the bull run right of uh, of 2017 2018 and then only finally started to realize that bitcoin is the real thing in this last you know quote unquote bull run that got chopped in half with the china ban so but still like you know that person they you know if they're not ready to hear the you know the rest of the information or Bitcoin from a different angle, then really you're just the one thing I've learned is this: you can't invest more time than some than the person is willing to put themselves. Right? You can't invest more you know Girls your efforts whine. than they are.
2: So
10: we we look at this from the conscious point of saying you can only lead someone to the door; they still have to walk through it themselves. Yeah. So we actually had this fight in another room, and someone was telling me how. Bitcoin was a scam, and no one should trust it, and it's not like anyone's supporting it. And then when I asked him, then why are Deutsche Bank buying up 3% of the total of Bitcoin? He asked the hosts to kick me, because he couldn't handle the fact that he couldn't counter it.
7: Hey, he's right, though. We don't trust Bitcoin, right? We verify that shit. Um,
0: so, fucking,
7: <laughs> yeah, dude. We, we...
0: <laughs> Yo, Neo walked into the room. You're welcome here anytime, Neo.
7: Like, you know the investors all they need to learn is how to look at a fucking versus chart right bitcoin versus anything else and then you realize look bro you can't hold you shouldn't hold anything else because nothing performs over a long period of time as good as bitcoin so then if you're gonna fuck with these other coins then you got a time getting in and out and that's what you want to do and you want to gamble then that's cool but just don't hold the shit. like that's the worst when people get fucking scammed into thinking oh, I should hold this coin because it could be the next big thing. It's just Are like, we, dude, learn how to look at Bitcoin, a fucking
10: versus chart. The company I work with as a consultant, I can tell you that the companies we work with, they have been told to hold a percentage of their entire wealth in uh, material assets and Bitcoin. It's guaranteed making a 100 to 500% increase. They've told every company that works with our company that now. Guaranteed gains? <laughs>
2: Let's yes, go.
10: Because they said um, right now, with what's happening with the petrodollar, if we switch off selling it through the petrodollar itself and switch to selling it through a foreign currency advert, like the Ripple, like the, the digital yuan, it'll tank the US value, which means I'll have to rush and switch to something else. Now, what happens when someone like Amazon switches to Bitcoin? you think the value of Bitcoin is not going to go through the roof? Because that's something that's not talked about today. This is how mass adoption is, is deliberately being thwarted. Because if mass adoption happens, that's when a runaway happens and they can't do that. They want to control the situation and slowly drip feed it out. I mean, we we actually laughed about this because this was proven in Australia. White Hats found that, you know, the hack that they claimed happened on one of the exchanges where that that girl, um, Heather Morgan, she hacked an exchange and stole Bitcoin. That's funny because it was routed through Pine Gap in Australia, which is a CIA headquarters. So that would be a weird way to steal money, to send it straight through a CIA headquarters, unless they were just scapegoating her because they were busted.
1: Yeah, I didn't buy it for one fucking second that that couple was that hacking couple. Uh, I don't know if, what I don't know. If I don't know if what you're saying is actual facts, but I, I kind of around. I kind of see it.
10: If she was the spy they claim she was, they would have never caught her. She would have vanished the second she got wind of that happening.
1: I mean, what she- kind of idiot oh, makes TikTok right. talking about stealing billions of dollars? Yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> shut the fuck up.
10: I guarantee you should be laid out. We've already had this before where our government has investigated specific hacks into companies and found that the source of the hack has not been from the hackers they've blamed. Like our government's gone, hang on a sec. You know, the American government said it was this person, but yet we trace it back to this specific building, which is a government-owned building. So who's lying here?
1: Guys, like I said about shaping narratives and linking economic hitmen you guys need to go reread or read for the first time new, com- new confessions of an economic hitman yep. and, and start connecting these dots because what Okies is saying right now is again another fucking playbook. The way your governments are able to pull shit off like overthrowing governments without congressional approval is by using private companies to do their bidding. They will get contracts from your government and they will get paid to do jack shit and all the money is going through friends and shell companies and foreign money is getting oh, yeah. funneled from web from central banks and it's coming back into America through private means. Guys, this is the playbook. This is yeah, happening around is- us.
0: We should sell uh, government. We should get some like government contracts or something. Maybe yeah. sell some weapons or
7: what's
1: that one movie
7: like War?
1: um war basics,
7: bro. Let's do some War Dog shit. Yeah, yeah, like literally, the money never even goes to the countries.
2: Well, the right? like, the CIA, come money. on, if get us a contract. Point.
7: Sorry, this you can sell anything.
6: Space program this for like <laughs>
7: This is one. It it moves Wait, from you... a. Sorry, hold on. I'm just gonna finish this point real quick. It moves from a bank account in New York to a different bank account in New York, right? It's like they pay like, uh, the, this company who manufactures all the equipment to go in there and yeah. dig whatever infrastructure they're doing, and if they're all American companies. And then, and then it's like, fine. Oh, but by the way, this is a loan, Mr. Country. Uh, you're going to be paying for it. And also, it's structured in a way where you're not going to be able to pay it back, and therefore, when you come back and need more money, then we give you new rules, such as uh, you can't have a president for longer than two years. like Just whatever the fuck we want. So that's like, honestly, that's the worst way that fiat is being used is as leverage. Like even LAUSD, oh, right? Oh, put these I, COVID uh, mandates in place. Have the kids wear the masks. Put up the plastic fucking shields. Otherwise, you don't get $150 million.
10: So here's something we that's, found out when I was working in, in specific industry. You know, when they construct like a nuclear power plant, it's constructed under tariff bonds. Those tariff bonds are money that is lent to the government and they say, You're gonna we're gonna lend you the money to build this thing, even though we're building it as our company, we're gonna build it, lend you the money, and then you have to pay us back X amount of money for the rest of your life. And they essentially scam a system where the government could have paid for it outright. And these corporations just make hundreds of billions of dollars out of it.
0: Bro, I swear, in Miami, we've been constructing the same street for the last like 15 years. I think they just that, break the up the street yeah. and rebuild it every single it night.
10: Inefficient on purpose. This is why they like, don't like you. Somebody's making money. money. Yeah.
0: But that's that's what what I I said, of the war.
7: That's why I know this shit's gonna crash though, because we know that the government cannot solve problems, right? Like they've only been able to get away with it because they the can intention? just reload the bank account. Remember, so the thing is, like, like in in California. In California, right? Like they dump all this money on the homeless problem, but if they actually run a Bitcoin standard and they have a certain amount of money, if they waste it all, dude, then they're gonna come to us and be like, "Hey, give us more money for the homeless problem." or are be like, "No, yeah. fuck you."
10: How long has Flint, Michigan, been a problem? Because it intentionally wasn't going to be fixed.
0: Yeah, I mean, I was in Mexico. So-
10: yeah, there's only something you could be inept and stupid before things fall apart. The fact that they are inept and still functioning proves that they are deliberately being inept.
0: I was in uh, Mexico and the water there is obviously known for not being so drinkable. The tap water, and I, I always like wondered why. And I asked somebody I'm like, "Why is the water not drinkable here?" And they're like, "Oh, the government, like, they basically don't have build the proper infrastructure to provide that." It's like what the f- hell are you guys spending your money on, you know? It's absolutely crazy.
7: We, yeah, Biggie Smalls we, got it backwards. It's more problems, more money.
10: <laughs> we, we even pointed this out in one of the parts I work in with, um, different like alternative measures for technology, one of the things we work on. And we referenced this, and this got shut down immediately. But hemp actually replaces huge amounts of products in the world. You can offset the cost of oil, like per barrel because uh, hemp can make rubbers plastics you can make artificial diamonds graphene and you can make it with a third of the space you need to make paper with trees and a lot of the stuff you make so if you're making paper the waste product the stuff you would normally throw away that's what gets turned into diamonds and, and plastics so you and can it's a get weed your- so it grows yeah. really
6: fast the next like seed oil thing that bitcoiners rally behind like yeah, we're well, all really hemp fanatics now. I'm now. Right? I'm behind
0: it. Well, hemp is maximalists, let's go. Well,
10: this yeah. is what was crazy about that. In, in 1937, um, hemp and cannabis was growable and taxable. Governments, you paid tax to the government for it. During the war, if you were a hemp grower, you were exempt from going to war because that's how important hemp was. And then 1970, when they realized that they couldn't compete with hemp anymore because new production um, design where they could make hemp more efficiently... To make like hemp shirts and paper and things like that. Industry couldn't keep up. So the big powers that be in the world had hemp and, and cannabis banned in eighty percent of the world. Because they couldn't compete They're... with it. They had remove it removed from the board.
2: Fuck the Three big powers, powers.
10: So you, you could literally say that like and plastic in hemp, the hemp plastic and hemp rubber is recyclable and it's more efficiently recyclable than the oil plastics we use today. So okay. it, it sounds
1: massively. it sounds like you're saying capitalism is the problem. No, I'm joking, corporate... I'm joking. I'm
10: joking. I'm <laughs> joking. I'm fucking joking. <laughs> I was joking. That's a joke. That's a joke. <laughs> interesting point. So there's capitalism and corporate capitalism. Anything corporate is bad. You know, renewables. You go know, corporate renewables. They suck. That's a company trying to make money off of customers. When when you go to government, corporate government is a thing. It's how it's how they govern when they invest in a person. So they even reference this with Biden. Biden's upholding to the unions who pretty much got him into government. So he owes them. So he does what he's told. And this is where we say government doesn't run the world. The corporations who fund them do.
0: And that's the same thing. So you're saying support small businesses such as small mom and pop podcasts, 100%. such as this one right now.
10: Yes. Yep.
0: Uh, you guys can, get can get... visit btckindergarten.com slash tip and send us some money <laughs> because we're poor <laughs> yeah. and we're a small business. We're not corporate. <laughs> wow. That was Weinekes,
1: uh, hold on. Hold on, guys. Speaking of, speaking of, we did get a tip over here. It's by our boy, Mr. Robot. This is a, actually a request for you, is He says, can we get the Mario dies soundboard for when the shit coiners have a fail on the show? I say yes. So, uh, Winekiss, we need Mario fail in your local soundboard cuz we going to drop it when we get some shit coin fails.
0: All right, I'm I'm getting the research and development department on it, so we'll be back with the Mario fail soon.
1: <laughs> we got a few Indian guys, they'll be working on it it's Chill. it costs a few dollars. They're okay with it. Don't get at me like that.
10: We we actually had, that's a good one. Something else that's really cool about, um, like, the ledger and the systems they're using in place with NFTs, there's something that we were talking about with an engineer who's also an artist. They, they were saying that um, the concept was if you're an, someone who owns the art and someone buys your art from you, once the art is sold once, you don't get any more money from it. So if the value of the art piece goes up, you know, 10,000%, you, you, you only left with the bag of the first sale. But under the NFT contract, they can actually make it so that you get a percentage of each sale because it is the item you had, is your copyrighted item. You produce the original copy that is on resale. And the concept of this was if I'm an artist and I make a product for a video game and they sell 10,000 copies of that thing, I, as the artist, make a percentage of that money so that the company can't screw me over and make millions of dollars from a product that I made
1: I'm confused. Are you arguing for NFTs
10: right now? So, the system, not NFTs, not, not NFTs we have today. This is what, like, the same concept when you talk about Bitcoin and some of the things people look at and say, this is an issue. But when you twist it the other way and look at the ledger and the way things can be used, there, there's like promise for, for things in the future that can be used to benefit the individual.
0: We're talking Bitcoin NFTs built on Lightning, right? Anakin Skywalker face.
10: <laughs> the system they're talking about is a very like caveman system it's just buying it and selling it the, the system they're talking about is a really like. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: like that yeah the Mario fail that's a good call Mr. Robot I like that
0: <laughs> save it
1: <laughs> save it <laughs> oh shit. Wow. Uh all right, here, look, I got I got something over here. I guess do we have like um um I don't know, like like an important breaking breaking story type type soundboard over there, Winicus? So you can you can R and D that with uh Patel uh, getting,
0: getting the
10: intern to get it.
1: Yeah, tell Petig get it.
10: Breaking news. So it'll come up as breaking news as Yeah, the sound. don't
1: they have like a breaking news sound like do 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 Yep, uh, they do. All right, are well, you ready? Breaking
0: news! <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow, it's all really we're accurate. here from
0: Ukraine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I guess breaking news not, might not be the right soundboard, but uh, we did have a pretty big data leak this week, guys. I think we would be remiss if we didn't tell the people out there. What the fuck happened? Uh, so, I don't know exactly what exchanges are actually linked to them, but I do know it hit some big ones like BlockFi, Swan, Nidig, And what happened is their, their backend, their company backend that they use called HubSpot, uh, had a third-party backend leak. And so a lot of people's names and emails and let me see what else what was it so depending on the company uh it could have been the account type uh your business name your name your email but uh, let's see phone numbers names emails account type and if you had a business so uh just be aware out there guys i'm pretty sure a lot of you myself included most likely because i am a swan user uh will be hit with phishing accounts or uh, phishing scams in your emails so just be aware of that guys and then furthermore uh, i think it'd be a good time to you know tell the people out there tell the anon freaks that Maybe you need to consider to buy some Bitcoin that is non-KYC. Try to buy some Bitcoin peer-to-peer from a Bitcoin friend. Find an Azteco vendor. Use some ATMs. Diversify your Bitcoin holdings because this shit's going to continue to happen. Make sure you're not just dropping your KYC info on all these exchanges. I think we said it tonight earlier in the show that we're basically, basically the sacrificial lambs. And, guys, I'll be the first one to tell you, like, I've made all these mistakes. I've I've probably put my info on way too many exchanges uh, without really even considering it. And I know I'm a sacrificial lamb. I know my shit's going to be fucked, hence why I tell everyone I have guns and you will get fucking shot if you come around here. So know that. Furthermore just be aware guys you are going to get phishing attempts You're you're gonna get some really good-looking emails. You may get some phone calls some text messages like just be aware that if you are using these services Your information might be out there and furthermore just kind of look at it like your shits already out there Like it is what it is, bro. Is this
5: why is
0: this why Bitcoiners are growing mustaches to stay undercover? Yeah, maybe. It's probably it. By the way, I, I do have no idea, but I see it a lot. What are Azteco vouchers like? How does that work? If anyone right, can give a brief summary,
1: I'm a huge fan of Azteco. I fucking love Azteco.
0: Azteco is yeah. amazing.
1: Yeah, Azteco's is the biz. So what Azteca Mexican. Azteco, yeah, right. That's racist. Um, so <laughs> yeah, you racist. So Azteco so. is. I'm pretty sure the website is a z t e dot co as techo and uh it's basically like topping up uh phone minutes on your phone so you basically would go to a vendor preferably someone you trust because there is you know some form of trust there you're going to be giving him cash and he's going to give you a bitcoin voucher and what you do is you—he basically just gives you a code. You go to their website, you put in the code and an address, and they send you Bitcoin. So it's it's pretty easy, man.
0: Go and like, who's sending you Bitcoin and how how is a vendor giving you access to it? It's so the way
11: the way as is who actually holds the Bitcoin, and the way that so for example, so like there's a guy through our Phoenix meetup uh, at BitRamp on Twitter, and so he he will give he'll give. Um, the, I mean, like there's an arrangement or whatever, but like basically you can get the terminal and it's like basically an Android phone with a printer on it. Um, and the fee structure is it's 5% off the top, all in. So it's less than a Bitcoin ATM. 2% goes to Azteco. 2% goes, or, so 2% goes to Azteco. And then beyond that, it's up to anybody to set up the fee structure however they want. So like, for example, if I wanted to, I could buy one of these terminals for 300 bucks. And start selling no KYC Bitcoin at a two percent fee to whoever I wanted to. Um, the the what's really nice about like the way this BitRamp guy does it is he's got the whole business structure, all that you know paperwork, you know all that stuff. None of us want to do bullshit with. Um, and then you can operate under that, and like he doesn't need you know like you don't you don't get, provide information. And so my, I, I put a tweet out about this because I was thinking about like, how the fuck do I orange pill these farmer's market people? Like, this is like the perfect setup. And I was thinking like one way, like one big way to like get them, like to make it adopted. I was thinking is like, if every single week there's a guy there who will buy in cash and sell in cash every single week, week after week after week. And so every vendor there knows I can accept Bitcoin because if at the end of today, if I want to go and... Um, you know, I'd say, I, let's say I've got a bill coming up and I need to sell some of these sats I made today. I know that that guy's going to be there every single week and he'll buy those sats off me for cash. Or if I've got a ton of cash, he'll be there with an Azteco terminal and I can turn that cash into Bitcoin. And it's like physical cash is the only fiat on ramp you need. There's no KYC, there's no IDs, there's none of that bullshit. Um, and as Azteco is a really real, like to me, like Azteco is a big piece of what makes the the buy side work until you have people who are willing to sell stats regularly, which I imagine none of us probably are. Skeeth, wow.
1: Just giving out literally free business plans on Bitcoin kindergarten. That's That would work oh, so z- well. No, I want that
11: open education. source as much as possible. Please copy it. Absolutely, yeah, It's everyone not even an
1: original idea like that. Literally, everyone it, can do this.
11: Uh, the only thing
1: I'd add to yeah. Skeeth's point is if you're becoming a vendor, I do know that there is you're going to have to you know put a little upfront capital just so you can get the the sats rolling around that's you're basically going to buy the sats from Azteco and then you're going to distribute them to your customers so that's something to be aware of another point that I do know is if you have a friend that is an Azteco vendor You can become a vendor under him and you don't have to do any of the KYC shit The the vendor your friend has to do all that stuff. So there there's some really like guys Everyone should be looking into Azteco. You guys should all be trying to Find a friend that has Azteco or become the friend that has Azteco and like Skeef said dude That's honestly like that's ingenious. I'd love to have that. Does Azteco
0: have enough corn to go around? I think so, dude. I'm yeah, pretty they're sure pretty they're, they're using
1: um, Prime Trust, right? Oh, do they? That
0: I don't know. I haven't looked. I don't that.
1: know. I am pretty sure they're using like a like a pretty legit source on the back end to source their Bitcoin, but I forget who it is. So
0: you're literally like a Bitcoin dealer, and yeah, you buy dude, your stuff, and you're just so yeah, selling to yeah, little stats, fish. See? And it's
11: and it, but it's, and the the big thing is is, is as par, as far as the you know the state or whoever is concerned, you're selling gift cards which has exactly. virtually, which has virtually no regulation whatsoever, you know, as opposed to, which you can, you, I mean, you could actually sell physical Bitcoin, but like, like I said, you know, it's not like any of, I don't, I know, I'm, can not, you buy you know a reti- I'm not I'm not
0: retired and looking to spend yet for sure. Can you buy your Osteco stash with a credit card? <laughs> no, no, I don't
11: think so. And that's like the, and like Optimus, the, the arrangement you were describing, so that, that BitRamp guy, he would be the vendor. And then like that, that would be one setup, but it's, yeah, it's a, that is, that is the downside though, that, you know, you do have to hold, I mean, to do any kind of size, you do have to hold a couple of grand in dollars on Azteco as your balance. And that, you know, that sucks. Like I, I try not to hold more than like $5, let alone a few grand. So that, that part, that would definitely be a downside.
1: It's a business though. Tucson, jump in if you're in here.
0: Yeah. Tucson knows a lot about it. Yo, we got skief and Tucson up here. Shouts we got out, out to Toxic
3: Airwaves in the toxic
1: house.
0: Toxic Airwaves
2: Whatever. every
5: Monday. Tune this in is, to toxic this airwaves. is like Inception. We got Toxic Airwaves on top of Bitcoin Kindergarten inside of the, the Simply meme- Bitcoin. Half of it. Whoa.
0: And we got some right? meme factory members in so we the We house. got the Yo, meme
5: factory. It's just look a at layered, layered well, we'll Bitcoin out. content. And not a single
0: fucking band. I love it. <laughs> Look at us. So We're the media. We're the media now. Look at me. I'm the captain. We're
1: the media now. Exactly, guys. Uh, shout out to Pedro Freeman. Too bad he won't grace us with his sexy, deep radio voice, but I- I'll let it slide. Pedro, uh, go watch his podcast that doesn't exist. Anyways, Azteco Tucson, jump in.
2: Yeah. So
12: what's really cool about it is. It's not just that you go to the website to, uh, what's the word, to redeem your Bitcoin, but they have a QR code that you can scan with a bunch of different wallets, like Blue Wallet, Moon Wallet, a uh, handful of Wallet to- uh but yeah, so I'm a sub-vendor for BitRamp, so he covered, like, all the bullshit, and I essentially just go money in a bank account under BitRamp's name. And that's why i so much I can uh, get out of people. I mean, this is the thing. Like, It's just so fucking stupid that we go to meetups so or we're hanging out with bidders, and we're talking about all the problems with the system and then the other person's like, well, how do I get the Bitcoin? And they're like, where we tell them to go sign up for Cash App and essentially go and put in all their KYC information and be a part of this stupid system, and there's this huge untapped market of people operating in cash and actually producing things. It's not just like the the larpers that like sit around and are like, you know, working at like a bank and just want to be rich or you know whatever it is. Um, it, it's like real people. A lot of people are going to hit real hard by the bullshit and the inflation right now. And I just think it's so badass that you can have your first, somebody's first interaction with Bitcoin be non-KYC and it's just seamless. It takes like a second to download a wallet and to scan a QR code. And yeah, I, I just think this game of like using these exchanges that are going to get hacked and give everybody's personal information out there is stupid. So I'm over it.
1: Tucson, how much did you have to put up initially to work under, what is it, BitRamp? Yeah, I mean, I
12: just want to deposit a 200 bucks in a bank account under him. Um, I oh, think that's,
1: okay, the, that's high, all right.
12: I think the kiosk costs like $300, but you can technically do the vouchers on your phone and they can scan the QR code off your phone but i think it's pretty cool to uh to just print have it out physical, yeah. yeah and then uh uh i think the initial vendor has to put up like 10 grand or something to open account uh so there's a like that initial uh startup kind of sucks but You know, I mean, if you think, like, there was a guy in Poland, so, like, Poland and Africa are the the two biggest places that are using Azteco. It's, like, really saturated in Africa. But some guy in Poland was like, hey, I'm going to set up 900 of these kiosks at, like, newsstands just all over the country. And so they're, they're saturated everywhere. And you have the potential to do that regionally if you wanted to be a vendor and to go and set up all of these different businesses just sit on your ass and collect fees and all you have to do is just transfer money into these people's accounts when they deposit it in your bank account and essentially do nothing uh, which is amazing so there, there's a real opportunity to do something
2: with this
1: yo you guys got my mind my mind going guys free business ideas over here at Big Kindergarten let's go uh, and I agree like Open source this shit. Let's let's get this shit everywhere. So when we're traveling around, we're like, oh shit, one of one of the plebs is out here doing business. Like, I'm I'm definitely gonna look into this. Maybe Wainikis. Let's uh, uh, crowdsource a Bitcoin kindergarten as Techo voucher kiosk.
11: What? Maybe
2: I'm with I don't it. know.
11: And and more broadly, I think this trend of like like open sourcing businesses, I think, is something we need to do. Like, not as a uh, altruistic, you know help the poor or anything like that. But just from a perspective of it's like, these are like something as simple as this as Pecos. viable
1: business plans,
11: you know, Tucson and I doing this, there's room for a hundred people to do this in our, you know, in Arizona alone, you know, plus everywhere else, plus, you know, where everyone else is. You know, if somebody else doing this in Florida doesn't affect me at all.
0: Well, what's going through my mind is where, where I'm traveling and stuff, people have no viable ways to really even buy Bitcoin. Like there's no exchanges from that country. They can't link their bank accounts to any of these sites that like people use when they're KYCing here in the U S or in Europe or whatever it is. So, I mean, this is a good way to onboard people in all these other countries that have no way of really buying Bitcoin.
11: And, and to like, it's also like you can onboard people in a way of like, this is how you do it. This is how you buy Bitcoin. Fuck You know, fuck the KYC. Don't if don't ever upload your driver's license to anywhere. Don't do any of that bullshit. You know, I was I was a fucking retard. I did that. You know, my driver's license is with Cash App and everybody else. You know, I wish it wasn't, but it is. But it's like we can we can onboard people in a way that they can avoid those mistakes.
0: You can do all this remotely,
11: right? Yeah. Yeah. It's sending so it's sending sending dollars is that's that's the part to sort out you figure out how how can you dollars yeah. between two people physical cash is obviously ideal um but yeah there's there's and then there's there's varying levels. look
1: like i'll, I'll dox myself a little bit i've i've done it to one of our friends i'm not going to fully dox myself but i basically i trust him as a friend i know him he knows me he literally you know like he knows my real name it is what it is but i basically just cashed out him some money he sent me a screenshot of the qr code i scanned it i had it in my wallet that's the process of azteca so you can verify it and give people cash that's the best way to do it but whatever it is you know
0: there is a the level of trust where you have to send the Either the money or rely on the other yeah, person that's sending the thing. you the QR that's the whole code. Thing. If it's, or if like it's, meeting it's, in person obviously yeah, has a risk too. That's
1: what I'm saying. Like that's why you want to do it with someone you kind of trust, someone you know, or maybe someone that has a reputation in the Bitcoin space, something to lose. So they're not going to scam you out of your 100, 200 bucks, 1,000 bucks, whatever it is. And, uh, you know, like that's the level of trust right there. Is is, is the level of trust with any interaction. Is this money counterfeit? Is he going to rob me? You know, just be smart about it. But Janet Yellen, I saw you chiming in.
13: Yeah. Um, well, all this is awesome. Man. I've honestly tried to buy as Teco a few times before, but it's making me think about, um, you know, I was talking about countries that's like KYC is not accessible and can't connect banks. It's something I always do. I travel a lot. Everywhere I go, I like put floating cash in-person offers on BISC. That's the, like no shit the best way if we could get more people just onboarded to bisque which is what i try to do with all my friends specifically and i kind of came in i think halfway through a sentence there i heard you say like by a qr code song to them and, or like as techo and stuff i even do that with like friends like i have i keep a hot wallet on my phone usually like with a million sats at least And if my friends are interested in bitcoin or just like fucking help help them download, like, Blue Wallet or whatever because most of these fuckers have iPhones and just, like, sell them Bitcoin right there for my wallet. And I go buy it back later. Then that's a great way to introduce them to, like, platforms like BISC. And then the more you get people in that same like mindset, the more we encourage, you know, peer-to-peer transaction everything, and the easier it just becomes for everyone. And, like, we just slowly circumvent KYC as a whole. Like, using BISC, um, local Bitcoins, fucking a good deal of them. I picked up a few cash in person on there. They're kind of sketchy, but... like Yeah, a, that, ideal, should, that
1: should have sketched me <laughs> out, bro.
13: Ideal privacy world, though. I mean, it's locked in a multi-sig, and then I just carry a gun, so I don't know if they want to jump me, then... Like, the Bitcoin's locked in the multi-sig either way, so they don't really have incentive to really fuck you over.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know.
13: Post money order is another great way to do that though on BISC. Or like even Amazon gift cards. There's tons of ways to like completely circumvent bank regulations for like third world-ish countries or whatever.
0: I think the the onboarding for BISC is a little more complicated for especially a beginner versus hearing I mean, I've never really interacted with STECO, but it sounds a lot more like easy to grasp, just basically scan yeah, this QR yeah. code and it goes I in your wallet. You. I,
1: I think, you know, Skeef and Tucson are onto something. Like if we can get more people that are doing Azteco vouchers, uh, I'm going to look into it. I'll, I'll see if I can maybe get something going, because that's kind of the way, dude. That literally sounds like the way to me. Someone comes up to you like, hey, how do you get Bitcoin? It's like, oh, yeah, here you go. I'll sell it to you.
11: And then, I'll sell it to you.
0: Yeah, another, exactly.
11: Another another big one is like you know everybody sees on Twitter everybody who's mining and everything. Like network with those people because it's like people, anybody who's doing any kind of scale, they have most of their income in Sats and most of their expenses in dollars, and they're always looking to because even even if it's they send you the Sats and you send it on Cash App, like that's still better than them selling it on an exchange, you know, or you send the dollars by Strike or Venmo or some bullshit like that. But like, it's like even that way.
0: It's still a step above selling it on an exchange. All right, I officially created a hashtag, f- tweeted from the Bitcoin Kindergarten page as Techo Army, so we're we're part of it now. Cool. Oh, okay, okay,
1: Weidikis, is putting his neck out officially as Techo Army. Let's go. All right. Well, we'll have to update people on that.
13: You guys should come out with like a kind of step-by-step process or how you got into selling it, because I've tried to get Azteco a bunch, but I've just never been able to really lock lock it down.
1: Well, I haven't actually sold any yet, to be clear. I bought from a seller, but maybe I can get Tucson to help me out, and I know someone else, and maybe we can get you a guide or something going. I would uh, totally
13: fucking do the same thing. It would be very cool.
1: Yeah, honestly, it sounds like really good idea and I, I I when I first heard of Azteca so I've been using it off and on for I don't know at least a year or no probably like two years now um and I thought about being a vendor but I I heard about that upfront cost and I was like yo there's no way that's when I was like really really broke I'm like yeah there's no way I am gonna be able to make a business out of this if I got to put some fiat up front like i'm broke as shit uh but now as thinking under another vendor once i know all that and then having an actual incentive like what skeef and tucson were saying it's like oh wow you know like that's actually an interesting incentive because it's you know in some sense altruistic but it's really like there's a there's a viable business plan right there that that all the plebs should be doing on a local level you know we talk about globalism bad well, you know, are we actually making moves on a local level to see what we want in our communities? So uh, Azteco Army, kids, let's go.
13: What are the uh,
11: fees like on Azteco? Uh,
1: like Steve said, so, so
11: I know two, that... 2% two yeah, Azteco and then variable on that, depending on... So the, the typical way... That this that I think the most common setup is 5% overall. So 2% goes to Azteco. And then the vendor and the sub vendor split three percent, depending on whatever arrangement they have. But that's really not bad. Yeah. Is this uh?
0: <laughs> that is this lightning as well?
11: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They also lightning. And so that that little device prints out a QR code, and you can scan, as Optimus said, you can scan that with Blue Wallet, and it autom you know automatically shows up. Um, it already goes sent to your to your blue your blue wallet generates an address, and then it gets sent there. Um, and then it also generates lightning yeah qr codes that you can you can i don't know as much about lightning as i do about on chain but that, that you can redeem right away how about that, apples like free
1: plug for Asteco. they don't even pay us for this
0: Yo, we can like we get it can we come in as teco vendor before miami uh
1: maybe i could we could look into that yeah i could maybe i could definitely do at least the the one without the vou the the kiosk thing I could definitely get some QR codes on my phone and start slaking some sats if y'all want some sats. I'm going to literally turn into the meme. With a Stealing your code. phone. Hey, you want some sats?
0: Going to get Optimus drunk and steal his phone. Oof. Hashtag Azteco Army. Dude,
1: well, I get no respect around here. Look, I got my co-host conspiring against me.
0: Dude, everyone's On a spammer. Air. What On happens to you
1: <laughs> On air. Now I have our 12 listeners going to rob me, bro, in Miami. What th- the fuck?
0: I'm doing the Klaus Schwab method of just telling you my plan up front.
1: Yeah, that's very, very occult of you, Huynicus. I, I see what you're doing, dude. You you and CoinAkers have been studying the occult, and now Weinecus. you're using black Weinecus. magic against me. This is not cool.
0: Yeah, Optimist, you should definitely sell us Techo vendor vouchers.
1: I tell Wynick is to up his scamming game, and what's he do? He starts scamming me. Guys, That's he owns half, he, he half of, uh, he owns
12: the keys to the Bitcoin treasury. I'm wrecked. Just make sure the person robbing you is non-binary. It's
11: important to be inclusive.
1: Well, Wynicus, I've been thinking lately that we should probably keep these shows going for longer because people like them, but we are at the hour and 46 mark, so we could do like a, you know, last thought for the last couple of minutes and wrap this one up, get highly regarded.
0: We have the famous Nico Jones on stage, and maybe Nico he can do Jones. a little.
1: Can we get a Nico Jones rant for the people? Maybe we could can end we it a with a check. rant.
0: Pulse check. Nico, why are you bullish?
3: Oh man, um, what's up, bros? What's up, Nico? Um, why am I bullish?
1: Why aren't uh, you bullish, Weinikis? That's the question.
3: Because we're fucking winning, bro. That's why we're bullish. That's why I'm bullish. Cause we're winning, dude. All the propaganda, like all the New York Times hit pieces on the energy fud. New York trying to ban proof of work. Europe trying to ban proof of work. Um, the 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 like the foreign ass foreign whatever Senate committee, like trying to pass a law in El Salvador. Like, dude, that must mean like they must be shitting their pants, right? Like El Salvador is a very poor country, and for them to go like that out of their way because of the Bitcoin law. Man, that means we're winning, but that, that, was also, awesome. means, that also means like shit's going to get fucking like the propaganda media is going to get even more intense. So I think things are going to like rep up, but I mean, this was always going to happen. So yeah, I'm just super excited to live through something like this, man. It's pretty fucking awesome.
0: Nico Jones is looping back in the original idea of shaping the mer- narrative and he is telling I you know. what shapes and sizes that? they are coming in.
1: Literally unplanned, unrehearsed, Nico just comes in and wraps it up with a bow tie on the episode. Like beautiful. It took me it took me an hour and forty five minutes to do what Nico did in twenty seconds.
10: Let's go.
0: (laughs) I do wanna bring up the war that is not that I don't usually like to bring up. And I read a headline today from some news sources that I did not verify and obviously I didn't read the actual article, but I I saw that Russia's now accepting only rubles for like their oil. So that that seems like it's going to be a huge accelerating factor for number go up or just seeing like I don't know this is like the dynamics of all that is is pretty nuts. Don't know if it's true. Sources me
1: I think I saw that headline and I wasn't sure if it was fake news or not. But uh, I don't know. I don't know if per se that would be number go up for Bitcoin. I do think that that would most likely it would eventually be number go up for Bitcoin because it would show that, you know, our 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 competence and our standing in the world is eroding. So uh, the fact that we're not doing anything against this kind of shows that we are in the weak position. And like I said in the beginning of the show, we are seeing signs of economic hitmen everywhere in the world. Guys, this is literally an economic chess game that's going on right now. And if you're not paying attention, you may be missing what's happening. But, guys, do not fall for the PSYOP. They are coming for you, and they're coming for your brain, your little old brain. And uh, your corn, little noggin, yeah. And your corn, guys.
0: And I'm coming for now your as vouchers.
1: Yeah, as Teco game, uh, as Teco army gang. We about to take over. Uh, Weinekus put our foot in our mouth, so now we gotta actually back it up. We'll get some vouchers, Weinekus. I guess we're get on air. We're making business plans on air. We're giving you business, business uh, proposals and business plans on air. That's just how we do it. Let me see, let me see if we got anything over here before I log off.
0: I think that's it, guys. All right. Oh yeah. We have uh we have merch coming. If you're going to be in Miami, hit us up. And you still owe me my Muslim. shirt, bro. We got it.
3: I still haven't got my shirt. Dude, that's on you. You didn't pick yeah, that's up on here. <laughs> what do you mean? That's bullshit. <laughs>
0: we'll give you a little care package Nico but yeah if you're going to be in Miami let us know Woo! if you still want still want swag let us know too we'll ship it out to you
1: see, see that's why wynekiss is the in-house scammer
0: few few understand it's made of the softest cotton in the world it's recorded on a blockchain
3: <laughs> i but i heard it is made of really soft cotton though i heard that's the real deal all right. Yeah, Let's, and you know it's w- real because it's on a
0: blockchain.
1: Wyandikis knows, and Coinikers know, and everyone knows that it's gotten a Bitcoin Kindergarten shirt. That Bitcoin Kindergarten has the best merch in the Bitcoin game, and y'all already know. So Absolutely. you know when Wyandikis drop on. shit, it's gonna be
3: five. Hold on, before you end the recording, I just want to say that Phil did something really fucked up to me today. All right, he's Canadian, right? He's he's fucking Canadian. And, I like, everyone knows this, bro. It's obvious. And I've never, you know, I've never seen a moose, all right? I've never seen a fucking moose. And I told him he should go take me to see a moose. And he's like, yeah, but he didn't say anything. And then I called him, and I spoke to his wife this afternoon. Because, of course, I'll take you to see a moose. And then he admitted to me that he knew where all the mooses were the entire fucking time. But he didn't want to tell me because he just didn't want to, you know, it was fucked up. It, was, it broke my heart, bro. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm, I'm lazy, okay? I've never seen a fucking goddamn moose and you hit it for me, bro. Damn, dude, you're hiding the moose? That's fucked up, fam.
0: So fucked up. Bitcoin fixes this. <laughs>
2: exactly well
1: i i mean i don't know it it seems to have it have not
3: because uh nico have you still yet to see the moose dude i've been sending maybe it's because i send him gifts of moose at like two in the morning maybe that upset him but i still have not seen the moose but i am looking forward for Phil to take me to Canada to go see some mooses. Cause I've never seen one, bro. I live, look, I live in Florida. Okay. It was dolphins, monkey jungle, all that shit. But no moose. All right. I wanna go see a moose. They're majestic. I told you. Wow. Look, look at this. You guys already
1: got a hashtag the moose, cons- hashtag moose conspiracy.
0: This is what goes on Maybe behind you... the scenes of Simply Bitcoin. This is what they're talking about before a show gets recorded.
3: Actually, it is. This is one hundred percent what we talk
4: about. Everybody, everybody probably thinks like it's way even dumber. But no, we're
0: talking about this. Wow! Okay, off air, Nico. I want to see a moose on air. They're trying to take your corn. <laughs> <laughs> they're turning the frogs gay. The commies are coming.
4: Oh no, that happens too. Like we we we'll stop recording, and like the Nico rant doesn't end. Like it just continues. I'm like, no, no, but we we hit stop.
1: I know, right? You never know when Nico stops because it's just always on. That's a star, guys. That's what's called stardom, right there. That's the that's the it thing. He can
4: he can bring the he can bring the fire on command. I can't do that like somebody will be like go tell me everything you know and I'm like no. Nico's Bitcoin's
2: rain man.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Man I'm just the pleb what's up Jim what's up Jim what's up Nico are you gonna see you Miami oh yeah yeah,
5: coming up it's gonna be good lots of good side events yeah man and you're on a panel or something, aren't you? Yeah. And with yeah. Phil, too, yeah. With
3: Phil Chair Force. Chair Force is in the audience. He's on the panel, too. So cool. it's
0: going to be good. But yeah, we're going Chair to have a Force. Of side events also. And Greg? Greg was here. Chair before. Force sneaking me in through the back door.
3: <laughs> Weinick is always trying to get the free shit, bro. He's trying to shweef. All right, it's guys. That, it's that free shit.
1: It's that free shit. All right. Well, let's wrap up this show and we'll hang out in the spaces. So, guys, of course, of course, thank you for coming out. Everyone in the spaces, everyone in YouTube, we love you. We do this every Wednesday, 9 p.m. Pacific time. Wait, 9 p.m. Eastern Eastern. time. 6 p.m. Pacific time. Uh, Every Wednesday, we will be back. Catch us in spaces. Catch us on YouTube. Troll us in the comments. We do have uh, Weinecus reading messages for
13: your tips. Troll us.